But this is one of the things that I've learned in my missionary career. Things happen. Things happen. And you plan and you do your best. Well, I left this morning. I thought I had everything organized. I had the computer. It had all the pictures on it that I wanted to show to you. And I get here and I go, oh, no. The MacBook needs a little adapter that charges the electric system. There's always a plan B, or C, or D, or E. Sometimes you go through the alphabet. What is the name of the country where we work in? First question. Okay. CAR, uh, you can say it that way. CAR is C-A-R, that stands for Central African Republic. Where would you guess what continent is Central African? Central African Republic, Africa is shaped a little bit like this. So Central African Republic is right in the middle. Now the country itself is shaped a little bit like this. Bangui, the capital of the country, is on the south end right here. You've got the Ugangi River separating us from the, the Congo, Zaire's, or you have uh, two Congos now, it used to be Zaire. So that's directly to our south. Where we live, we look half a block right across the river into Congo. So that orients you a little bit. To the north of us is Chad. And do you know from your geography in school what is the significant geological or geographic feature that you have in the northern part of Africa, this part of Africa right here, northern part of Chad, and you get uh, Libya, What's the big thing? Is this rainforest, or what is it up here? Sahara Desert, because the, the equator runs just a little bit south of Central African Republic. And if you hear equator, you think, oh, that's where the rainforest is. So Central African Republic is sandwiched between the desert of northern Chad and the rainforest of Congo. Savannah kind of area. Okay, hot, like the Africa the Africans they say, what's the temperature in the United States? Cold? Uh, you agree with me, right? Okay. So the average temperature year round is eighty to eighty five. Meaning in the in the rainy season you have some really cold mornings. It might be sixty five. In the dry season you have some summertime. Well, we have the best sun. We, we like it there in the CAR for the most part. We like it in the United States for the most part. Let me give you a little bit of a background of who we are for those of you who don't remember. John and Paula Dannenberg, my wife Paula, and you recognize us with Max Nelkins. This is the 
this, this is genuine print from the Temple Bible Printing Public. We are, I'm a, a MK, that's short for missionary kid. Now, a missionary kid is somebody whose parents were missionaries, because I think it comes from somebody's elders. Mm, mm, yeah, I thought there was a big 18-wheeler going by. like being born in France doesn't necessarily make you French, and growing up in Africa doesn't necessarily make you African, and growing up in a Christian household doesn't make you Christian, how, what am I? Well, I am an American because my parents declared me American when I was born. And you are Christian when you are adopted into God's family and he declares you as part of his family. How does that happen? When you trust Jesus Christ as your Savior. Say, I'm sorry for my sins. I am a bad person. I need Jesus to wash my sins away, and I want to be his follower. Want to. Who is? Go on with it. So I trusted Jesus Christ when I was in boarding school. I was about fourth grade. And it happened like this. I was playing with one of my friends. something mean to him, and, you know, kids, they, they want to say something to get back at you. And he looks at me and he says, John, you don't even act like a Christian. And all of a sudden I thought, I'm not sure I am. So I found one of the missionary adults. I said, I need you to tell me again, how can I know for sure that I'm a Christian? How can I know for sure that I belong to Jesus Christ? So she showed me some of the verses in the Bible. to talk to you and you say, okay, what do you get really excited about? You 
could tell me by today's answer. All right, next picture. PBAT, F-I-B-A-T, what does that stand for? That stands for Faculté Internationale Baptiste de Théologie. What language is that? Why, Frank? Well, because the country in the middle of Africa there, there were French explorers that first went into this country, and so this became something that France influenced. It became the French colony. They got their independence many years ago, but the French influence continues, and so we do our, our schooling in French. And when we talk with our African friends and when we work with the church, it's in one of the started in the middle of this, in the continent of Africa. We actually got started there in the CAR. So we have been there as of this year. Our missionaries have been there for 100 years. But my parents were there, and there were people before them, so we have a legacy. One of the legacies is we have a mission property there in the capital city. And when the seminary got started, we were looking around saying, where can we have classes? Can we loan some of the apartments, not apartments, some of the storage, uh, the storage areas. Can we loan that to the seminary? And we created some classrooms there. Go to the next picture. We created some classrooms where we have one classroom here, one classroom there. We have a library in the middle. We have another classroom that we use to some carport. We, we create a class. And so we are actually moving forward. We have a library. Next picture. So we also have 
off a campus. Now, the campus was this empty piece of property that we bought. So what do you do with an empty piece of property? We need to get the school off of the mission property onto its own campus, but it's going to take some infrastructure. The first year when we founded the school, we were scratching our heads saying, okay, can we do this a virtual school? school going to work here in CAR? No, we got like 2G internet, and uh, there's uh, less than 1% of the population of the country that have computers. Uh, very, this is one of the poorest countries in the world. There's still probably 80% of the people that are on, on subsistence farming. That's all it is. Subsistence means if you don't have a little garden plot, you're not going to get food to eat in this week. We want some of that. And so they came, they, they formed a coalition of different uh, warlords, and they came and they, they took over a large part of the country. That has been pushed away from the capital. So the capital there, the Bangui, is really calm. And you've got the northern end of the country, probably about 50% of the country is under the control of these primarily Muslim warlords, doing persecution, doing other things. But when they came to the Bangui area, it was too dangerous for us to develop our property, so it just sat there and didn't get rid of for about eight years. A couple years ago, okay, things are calm, let's start developing. We put one building up, that's the white building that you see on the picture there, and then just this year we put the other building up because we said, okay, if we're going to move to our campus, we need three buildings. We will construct them as duplexes so that they can eventually be turned into housing but if we have three duplexes, we will have enough classroom space plus a caretaker to live there. We've got two of the buildings up. We need one more to be put up. Okay, you got a, you got your room. What else do you need? Think, folks. What else do you need? Um, you have the bare walls. Walls, roof, there's nothing. What else do you need? You need electricity. You need water. What are they going to drink? is just a small expenditure on top of that. So we're guessing, let's, let's do some math here. We're guessing uh, $100,000 to repair for that phase one. Phase two then we build our regular buildings, our classroom buildings, offices, that kind of thing. But if we can get phase one done and move on to that property, I'll be glad. Praise the Lord because this missionary is not getting younger. And the Lord has not sent us new Thing to continue on without a glitch. That's the big 
are some of the results of this getting the seminary started? Well, we have a great leadership team. I'm the only white face on the team. So, okay, I'm just cool with that. I think this is really fun. I am the coordinator there. I'm actually the title of the president. If you have a philosophy of saying you are here to minister to them and be a servant to them, and they turn around and elect you, what do you say? This is where it gets really exciting. What are the graduates doing? We had a graduation just uh, last August, but the COVID has delayed everything a few months. But we were able to do a graduation in August of this year. I want to introduce you to Bruno, Pringle Bruno. So Bruno is a graduate. When he started school, he said, I retired from a business career, and I just want to learn the Bible just a little bit. I'd like to do done with this one year, he said, this is too fun. This is too exciting. I love how the Lord is working, and I want to be a part of that. So when he graduated, he got his third two-year degree, he said, I would like to plant a church upriver. So he goes upriver, and he, we start cutting grass. We talk to the chief of the village. He gives you a, he, 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 he gives you or sells you a piece of land, and you start cutting the grass down church right next to the river, and they started to burn bricks. They, the people themselves, they're doing the work to put up the building. Now, in the CAR, putting up is additional building is very cheap. You have the people come and make mud bricks and sun dry them, or maybe burn them. You can put up a, a church or a building pretty easily, and then you put some corrugated aluminum if you have a little bit of money. If you don't, you cut grass and you do a straw roof. So that's what they were working on. Next picture. They're working to build the building. They're also building people. Cool. Look at all those people there. Guess what? Last year was one of the heaviest rains in 20 years. It flooded the whole village. Destroyed the church. We had to start all over. That's Pringle. Next picture. There are three of the graduates about supporting the National Mission Board. And I said, really? It's a great thing for your heart that you like, that you want to do this, but without some accountability, how are you going to ever know if it's going to come to fruition? Because if somebody's getting money and all they have to do is tell you a story, how are you going to know? So let's come up with an idea. Let's turn the PBOT administration so then the church provides money to the school, goes in and enables the school, and then the school is responsible to, to choose some of the graduates and to supervise them to get reports as things go along. Let's see if the picture, the next picture of the video, let's see if that works. Here we go. Nope, go back to the picture and I'll just explain a little bit. nickname is Rabbit. Kamata. That's what it means in Sanskrit. Rabbit. And I don't know why he got the nickname, but he is an on-fire guy for the Lord. He went into one of the 
Israel and all over the country. And he just planted churches. Uh, there was a small Bible institute that was all run by the Africans. He became the director of that Bible institute, building things up. And it's really cool what he's been doing. But he came and he was sitting with me as we're sitting at dinner. He was sitting with me and he said, let me tell you about some of the exciting things that have happened and some of the difficulties. And one of the difficulties is, he said, I was... I went out to preach in one of my church plant areas, and I was coming back, and I got stopped by some of these paramilitaries, and they took everything that I had on me. Threatened my life. Because this has happened more than once. But the exciting thing is, is that they are still open to hearing what I have to say to them. He said one of the other difficulties is that these groups, they come, they come to an area or they get upset about something and they will burn houses. And most of these houses just have straw roof on them. So if your house is burned, you just lost everything, Pastor. You don't even have title. You just, you've got the clothes on your back. Your family's run off into the woods to try to save their lives and you now have nothing. What do you miss the most? that are in areas of ministry around the country. Pray that we get more recruits. Pray that we are able to be here to train these people. And as they go into these different ministries, that they will have an impact for the Lord. What's the next one? Scholarships. Okay, that's, that's one of the things I wanted to talk about. Scholarships. Um, pray for funding for the, for the school, for the students. Pray for the program that we have for developing the, the, the campus. I find is very exciting. Why do you need to have the Peabot Seminary with doctorates, people with doctorates on that seminary? Well, because the government likes what we're doing, and they have pre-accredited us. Can you believe it? They have pre-accredited us, saying if we get enough doctorates on staff, we can start offering our own doctorates. Why do you need doctorates in this poor country? Well, it costs an arm and a leg to send somebody anywhere else. Plus, look at Think about the impact that we're having on the country where we're training people on these, these higher theological levels, but still with a heart for the Lord, like, like come on, let's grab it. Like, like this kind of thing. Pray about these graduates. Pray about just the operation of the seminary. Let's go to the next picture. All right, I said there were three things that we're really passionate about. One is the seminary. I'm the president and one of the teachers in the seminary. second thing that I'm passionate about is Bethany Baptist Church. Now, in 2011, I was asked to become pastor there, and I said, that's not my role. I'm not a black man. Have a pastor who's a black man who is part of your church. 
helped them be the pastor, and they said, this is a new church plant. It was just a year old. They just had grass walls for their church. They said, we can't afford to pay anybody. Could you as the missionary come on board, be our pastor for as many years as you want, and help to build us up? So by God's grace, we have gone from grass roof to mud port, uh, to, to mud wall uh, building. We've had to expand twice because of problem to have. We've had to expand twice, and then uh, two years ago, the church said, we're too crowded in here. We're running about 300 in here. We need more room. Let's go for a permanent building. Let's put up brick building and, and uh, start doing our foundation, start doing our walls. So we are finished with phase one, phase two, we're waiting for phase three. Phase three is just roofing. The walls are up. So I'm pretty excited about this group. I really love them. my church. We can get pretty enthusiastic. I love them. Next picture. Oh, that we got to. Uh, that's my that's my leadership team. Deacons and deaconesses. And, and I arrived there as pastor for the deaconesses. And so I said, eh, okay, we need to share the leadership here so that the women can show us and tell us what the women are thinking so it's not just the guys. So it's been a very good dynamic and I really enjoy being part of that because my leadership style try to empower them as much as possible. And I'm sitting here and I'm listening to them and I'm saying, what about this idea? What about that idea? And they talk about it. It's enjoyable. Next picture. Proof. Something that you always want in a church is when people didn't say something. Has that been happening? Praise the Lord, yes. Next picture. Spend some time talking about this. But one of the things that we do say, if you are under 10 years old, we will not baptize you. Think about that. Because it's so easy for kids to do what we, what they think the adults want. So we want them to be ten and above, and anybody who is saved, before they get baptized, we want, I want to be sure that they really know what salvation is. Can you explain to me that you love Jesus Christ and that you know him as your personal Savior? How did that happen? How did you go from darkness to light? How did you become a Christian? And so we do an interview individually. The, uh, at least two of the deacons and sometimes me in there will we'll interview these candidates. And once they're interviewed, then it's a pastor interview. Next picture. Then I get to baptize them.
think this is a little bit more idea on the, of the building inside the, the brick on the outside. So once you get the roof on, then you tear down that inner uh, building, and that becomes the foundation material, and you move forward with that. This is a cash-only economy, folks. You only build as you have money for it. And we get special offers that can even get two to three thousand dollars a year. And when a roof is going to cost ten thousand dollars or fifteen, how long is it going to take you to build a roof? Two, three, four, five years. But that's standard. And I said, as a missionary, I am not going to change the rhythm. I'm going to do as much as possible like an doesn't have the resources to say, here, buy a roof. So I'm not doing that either. Next picture. We have a church plant. Our church is trying to plant another church. And this, I thought when we started it three years ago, I said, two to three years from now, let's have it over with, let's spin off our daughter church and let them go on their own. Didn't work good. Here comes a preacher. You got some hard-headed people there. You got people that they start a core group, they got 30 to 40, sometimes they come up to about 50 people, and then somebody's feelings are hurt and they just leave. That never happens in our church. Ani, wave off the work there in Ani. In fact, our next picture here is a slide. This gives you a brief summary. What are the two main prayer requests about Bethany Baptist? Praying about the church plant. went to Central African Republic, we were working on the far eastern end of the country, and uh, a man named Dwight Turgier, a person named Edmund, he came to work with us, and he was a person in youth group. He was about 16 years old, 17 years old at the time, faithful in the youth group, and he started working with us, and when he got married and his kids came along, he said, can, can our kids call you guys friends? What do you think I said? sitting there, what do we eat for lunch, for supper, for breakfast? What do we eat? Well, we eat very American most of the time, but we like to mix it in with traditional. And with Eliel being with us, then we say, Eliel, we want you to make a traditional meal once a week, once every couple weeks at a certain time. And she likes that too. So we do a variety of things. Next picture. Okay. 
is Monopoly in French. So instead of having dollars, you're using euros. That's great. That's how people, the kids really like playing. Next slide, please. Our coworkers, our, our missionary colleagues, Charlie and Gay Jewel, they are in the apartment right next to us. So we will be going back and forth. Every Friday night is pizza and movie night. Uh, Saturday night is table game night. And then uh, other times we may have meals shifting back and forth. One week is our, our turn, the other week is their turn. And they have a couple African kids that they are mentoring as well. So we have a good African community where we live. Next picture. One of the things that we have done in our household is that before we go to bed at night, we all pray together. At least do that for a time or two. Uh, we will go to scripture passage, we will go to a story or something like that, but at least pray together so that we are aware of what's happening in each other's lives and we are supporting each other in prayer. It's not like we're, uh, that we're asking you to do for us right now. Pray for us. Next picture. Why are we in the States? Why are Don and Paula Brandenburg in the States right now? Well, back in, what was it, uh, May? May she fell and hurt her wrist in her back. And we got x-rays. The doctor said, nope, it's not broken. It's just sprained. Two months later, another doctor looked at the x-ray and says, yeah, it's very clear. It's broken. So she had surgery, and I came back from the surgery to repair that. opened up, we said, okay, let's go to the States and have this just double check. So that's one of the things that we've done in the States. So we had an appointment yesterday, Friday, and got in. Finally saw the experts there and said, yep, looks like you're able to do an okay job. Need some care for the next, I believe, the next week or so, but okay. Relief. Next picture. We're also in the States to touch base with our aging parents. My mom Actually, both of our mothers are, were in Sebring, Florida. Both of our dads have died. Both of our mothers were in Sebring, Florida. And we came to help to move Paula's folks' things. They got moved to Michigan, so they're heading to Michigan to take care of them. And my mom is still there in Florida. So we went there. We arrived at, at first of October. We go down to Florida, help out the family, come back in November, start trying to get ourselves picture. So, what am I doing with a picture of Michigan? Michigan! What does that mean? We are now in Michigan from mid-November until, as far as we know, April, and, and we'll be traveling around and reporting to our support officials. But that's kind of hard to get meetings with this COVID on this year, so maybe the Lord's given us a little expectation our folks here in CAI, but we're also missing you because we are very glad to be able to come and share our story. The only thing we regret is that we can't give hugs and we can't spend extra time with you filling in the blanks. Next picture. So here's our prayer request. Pray for us, for our health, and for the meetings that are between now and then. Some are scheduled, some are not. Pray about our grandkids for their careers and their hearts as we are encouraging them to walk with the Lord. And pray for our parents for their age and their 